Hey everyone, it's John. Um, the Bop Squad just wanted to let all of you know um, how much we appreciate you listening to a, the podcast. Um, hopefully you are getting a lot of um, new intriguing ideas and some inspiration and um, just good content from our podcast. If you like what you're hearing, please consider supporting us on Patreon. Um, there are different levels, whether that's a one-time gift or a monthly contribution, and the different levels have different perks associated with them, um, like early released episodes or some merchandise. Speaking of, you can go over to the Bop Shop at clinicalpopulations.threadless.com to check out some of our merch, which also is a way for you to support us. Um, I own two of our shirts, and they are my favorite shirts um, out of my wardrobe. They are so comfortable and soft and stylish, if I do say so myself. So um, consider checking out some of our merch. It really is good quality stuff. Um, All right, now to the show. Clinical. Clinical. Hello, everybody. My name is Gabby. I'm Allison. I'm Grant. And welcome to Clinical Populations. Introducing music therapists to new bops and new bops to music therapy. And today we have some special collaborators from Black Creative Healing. We have Natasha Adenike. And we will be digging into a song called New World by... Van Gammon. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Welcome, everybody. We're super excited to have all of you on. Before we get started with the conversation with Van Gammon, can we have a little insight as to what Black Creative Healing is? Oh, Black Creative Healing is a platform dedicated to radical conversation, mindful collaboration, and holistic visioning centering Black communities. I didn't know I had that memorized. That's awesome. I've typed it <laughs> so many so times. Many times. <laughs> that is so awesome. Yeah, that's that's who we are. We're uh, hosted by the Black Music Therapy Network Incorporated. And uh, yeah, that's what we do. We have conversations and we make weird, beautiful, lovely, black-centered art. Does that sound about right? It anything? does. That's exactly what we do. Yeah. That's awesome. <laughs> that's also very impressive you had that memorized thank you yeah <laughs> i mean we, y'all had yours memorized too i was sitting back like oh no oh, oh, look, look, go. <laughs> well we we always mess it up when allison isn't here though oh, okay. <laughs> the amount of times i have it like just ready to read like on the side of a screen whenever allison's not here is yeah yeah okay sometimes i have to do it too <laughs> there's just some days i need to have the notes on the side <laughs> Awesome. Well, glad to be collaborating. Um, This will be a two-part episode. So the first half lives uh, on clinical populations and the second half will be on Black Creative Healing. So be sure to check that out. So we've got Van Gammon in the house. Yeah, yeah. (laughs) Uh, Van Gammon, can you introduce yourself to our listeners? Yeah, for sure. sure. Um, Van Gammon, um, an artist, um, Music producer, songwriter, um, designer. Um, you know, from a, uh, I'm based out of Dallas, Texas, right now. Um, I'm originally from Fayetteville, North Carolina, so it's, it's where I get most of my my stories that I talk about from. Um, and you know, I'm, I'm just I'm just glad to be here. I feel like this is going to be a really great conversation. So, yeah. Yay! Yeah. Yeah, and this is uh, your second time with us. Last time we True. featured your song. <laughs> oh gosh, that was so long ago. Nineteen. Uh, <laughs> it was twenty nineteen. You you have it off the top of your head already. Um, I don't remember the title of the song from twenty nineteen <laughs> that y'all covered, but I I know it was twenty nineteen because I was like, oh, that was like a universe ago. Anything pre twenty twenty feels like it was like a it whole was. lifetime. 
Oh, it was Destiny. Oh, yes, yes. Okay, yeah. Destiny. Yeah, yeah. Alpha Destiny can wait. Yes. So, yeah. Yeah. Mm. Yes, I remember. So, yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. Uh, yeah. A lot, a lot of stuff has, uh, has, has right. changed since then. So, definitely. <laughs> Some shit's gone down. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I don't know if y'all heard. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I don't know if you're familiar, but you know, it was this whole gap year of. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh man. Yeah. 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 Again, I'm I'm glad to be here. You know, despite you know everything, because I'm still writing, still mm-hmm. um able to produce music, and um and get it out, and you know, mm-hmm. and for me that that's that's always been therapeutic because I, my approach to music is always like i don't oops, i don't try to force anything anymore mm. you know what i mean like if, if i'm not feeling it I'm not, I'm not gonna write it i'm not gonna i'm not gonna f- finish it i try to you know do things in parts like if i'm if i'm feeling it if i get to a stopping point i just leave it there you know and then come back to me because a lot of times because they're, they're stories sometimes everything's not coming to me all at once you know mm. what I mean? mm. sometimes it, it takes a, a a journey for me to go through in order for me to finish a verse sometimes you know what i mean mm. you know what i mean so yeah. like like sometimes this verse is like five years mm. in the making you know what i mean even though i, I might have wrote it in 20 minutes but this was <laughs> this took you know a lifetime for me to to have these experiences and be able to to formulate these words to articulate it you know what i mean so i'm feeling like this is a therapist moment, so stop me if this is not a direction we want to go. But the word <laughs> anymore, like when you were like, this isn't how I do it anymore. Or this is, you know, I used to do it differently. What was the turning point for you between when you were like, I'm going to sit down and I'm going to write this song right now. And the moment when you were like, no, nah, this needs to like evolve and breathe. Like, was it a specific point in time or did it just sort of happen? Well, I, I think, you know, it just came with growth, came with with learning about the songwriting process and like working with other songwriters and seeing how their approach is and how like some people like just came in and did not care like whatever you know they felt and like that freedom uh i was inspired by and like it made me you know reevaluate my approach and like man am i am i doing too much you know what i mean like <laughs> you know what i mean trying to trying to make sure like like some people used to ask me like hey this you know I'm, I, I i do rap so like you know i come from that background like battle rap and everything so so sometimes i'm I'm like really really heavy with like metaphors and things like that and like just different poetic devices that i like to like put in my lyrics for mm-hmm. for listeners but sometimes that's too much for a listener you know what i mean <laughs> like somebody just wants to, to listen and have it easily digestible so some people used to ask me like yo this bar right here this is dope it took me a while to get it but why are you saying stuff that nobody's gonna get for you know what i mean for this long time like why aren't you just like trying to grab people like now mm. you know what i mean so so that really changed my approach because like yes yeah, it's, it's super dope to to be able to rhyme these words and have all these you know different layers and stuff but if it's not really you know grabbing people if it's not really affecting people in that moment then you know, it's kind of like, it's kind of like what uh, Eric Badu, you know, Dallas, Texas uh, native <laughs> artist um, says, you know, what good are your words? No one does. No one understands you. Right. What good mm-hmm. do your words do if no one understands you? So, you know, I just that really resonated with me and kind of helped shape my approach now to, to maybe not some more simplistic, but at least more approachable type of um, delivery. Mm. nice so we're gonna dig into one of your songs um and get into all that wordplay and um rhyming and layers uh in this episode with your song new world yeah yeah (laughs) yeah (laughs) uh so we are going to take a listen to it and talk about it in a bit so everyone enjoy I grew tired of situational violence If I'ma catch a body, it won't because of the climate 
But I might take a life if it's fighting to keep the system. Can't get a disease if all you treat are the symptoms. Oh, that beautiful pharmaceutical distributor. Money, glory, other girls. Which one you living for? Told to speak my mind, but SRI want the info. So I was protected. Now they eyes are pairs of emeralds. Put all my shooters in suits just so we keep it corporate. I heard it's okay to murder people who ain't important for a plate of prosperity when justice ain't beside. Your income makes you eligible to purge. Spill the prison pipeline and my diet all swine. Eating all the failure, what they tell you. I'ma die trying to be rich. Least that I can do is look the part. My aura looking dark. My piece been pulled apart. Convinced that I'm too black for therapy. Racial wealth gap, yeah, I learned that from Darity. Smoke screens, thin hell, rap verse like incel. I've been feeling ill, but my ink, well, cause 60,000 plus women went missing and they all black. These cases ain't reported and they rarely get resolved. Facts. Huh. And what you call that? So God, I hate it here, he ain't respond back. And what you call that? Yeah. What you call that? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Got the youth down prepared for combat. Tell me why they diving yeah. in the deep. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Lucky me survived another yeah. week. Yeah, yeah, yeah. New world got no more violence. Yeah, yeah. New boys, no one yeah. thing violence. Put a fork, yeah. Yeah, he done for. Hey, put a fork in. Yeah, he done for. New world got no more violence. New boys, no one thing. Violence. Capping and killing, imagine these villains are sipping and mixing the pills. Slim as a bum on the block with a cup, but they pockets of stuff like they missing no meals. All of these ills, screaming for help like they well. Dwelling and fell in the field, back in the field. All that I had with this baggage to last me a couple of years. I've been trying to pack, but died. I make it back in decent time. This habitat ain't ever have humanity in mind. It's all a trap and ain't no answers where the secrets lie. We just all get amped. Up living backwards just to keep from dying. Tell me why they diving yeah. in the deep. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Lucky me survived another yeah. week. Yeah, yeah, yeah. New world got no more violence. Yeah, yeah. New boys, no one yeah. thing violence. Put a fork in. Yeah. yeah, he done for. Hey, put a fork in. Yeah, he done for. New world got no more violence. New boys, no one thing violence. Put a fork in. And that was New World by Van Gammon. Uh, can you tell us a little bit about it before we go into a discussion? Yeah, sure, sure. So um, New World, the process of, on that was just, um, you know, I, I heard, um, I was listening to some uh, Griselda, uh, another, you know, hip hop group based out of Buffalo. And, um, and just, just how they deviated from what's the what's the now type of sound and just kind of like went back to like this gritty you know sample based um type of production and rap style you know what i mean so um i was listening to them and i was like you know what i used to i used to do a lot of stuff like this and i've kind of you know moved away from it but um i also wanted to so so i asked my producer my producer uh Reezy tunes who does you know a lot of the production for me he did production on uh destiny as well mm. um so so he handled this one and then we uh we went out to to la um and worked with our team out there um because i, I wanted i wanted this song to um to to have meaning but i also wanted to have that that gritty approach to it and stuff so so originally Reezy had sent me over this drum loop and it was just like a four bar drum loop and I just looped it up a bunch of times and I was like, all right, I can actually speak on this. I can, I can actually slow it down and speak what I want to, what I want to say. And because I'm slowing it down, I want to say things that, that matter. Right. Um, and this was before, you know, uh, a lot of the, the heat that had like kind of came to a head after, um, after the George Floyd incident, the murder, the murder. So, um, 
you know, I, I had that song, but then after that happened, it just seemed like, man, this, the timing of this, of, of, of these lyrics and what's happening with the world, the climate of the world, um, it might be time that they, they would actually pay attention to this. So, so we did a production. Um, I got the, got the lyrics down. We went out to LA to, to, to cut it and, and to get, um, um, you know, some, some more vocalists on it, um, to kind of help with, you know, the musicality on it and everything. Um, and, and then we put it out, you know, so, so at the beginning of the song, you'll, you'll probably hear like, the, um, like there's a lot of screaming. It is, it's actually, sound bites from an actual um protest that was going on mm. um where there's there's protesters and then there's you know law enforcement and they're going at it you know at the beginning of it that that wasn't my original intent to have like i said like I, I wrote that before all of that happened um but it's just because i'm listening out in the song throughout the song i'm listening out a lot of different um just systems that that are in place so it's not like just just one particular thing. Like I'm not talking about just just you know um, brutality from a um, from a law enforcement standpoint, but like different things. Like there's there's, there's people um, that go missing and they don't get the same coverage. You know what I mean? As as other people, you know what I mean? Or or or, or women don't get as much coverage as 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 men or black men. Um. Or, or black women don't get as much coverage as as, as black men when, when there's something wrong in that area whereas where it's like there's there's a transgression going on and they're not getting that much attention there so i want to bring attention to that mm -hmm. i wanted to bring attention to you know these different systems that are in place but like it's just it's just always because because it's not on one it just seems like oh man some of this talking about that some of that because that's how it that's how it feels mm -hmm. that's really the energy that it feels it's like all these things but we just got to keep going and approaching our, our lives like like none of that's happening like you like to be truly happy i feel like you got to ignore a lot of a lot of bad things you know what i mean like to, to have that smile like you got to pretend like that stuff is not there and so i want to to expel all that out like <laughs> not 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 to be a negative way or or a positive way but just a reality way you know what i mean like just living in reality this is the reality that we're dealing with um so that that was my writing approach to it and you know, I'm, I'm, I'm glad that I was able to, to, to get it out. Um, you know, it, it ended up getting attention from, um, uh, Pharrell and I am other. Um, so they put it on their, uh, their mixtape that they put out last year, uh, called I am other volumes too. Um, which, you know, they kind of molded that whole project around, um, the black experience like so every every artist on there is talking about some aspect of the black experience you know what i mean um so it was very much inspired by the things i was talking about so it was, it was pretty cool because they got artists from everywhere they got artists from you know all across the states they got artists from from nigeria um they got this, this 12 year old kid from uh from atlanta um nice. singing and it's 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 just really good project and, and it and my song just really fit on there and I'm, I'm really appreciative that um a song where where i was intentional about what i wanted to speak about got that type of attention you know so that sounds super validating to have that song recognized in that capacity um with those particular producers and artists as well no doubt mm -hmm. Your whole like process to the way you described how you were trying to like bring an intentionality to very specific like systems and issues at play like the whole time like every time I've listened to the song I have this like image in my head are y'all familiar with Mr. Okra who lived in New Orleans no okay so when I was living in New Orleans he was still alive but he's since passed um but Mr. Okra was this lovely older gentleman who would drive around New Orleans in this giant, it was like a purple truck <laughs> that had like Mr. Okra written on the sides and he had fresh vegetables and he would like yell out the window of his car with like a bullhorn, I got okra, I got this, I got that. And like bringing veggies to the the areas of, of New Orleans where there was food apartheid happening, you know, also known as food deserts, but I'm trying to shift that language because... It has this weird thing with deserts. Um, 
But yeah, I felt very much a Mr. Okra vibe in this song. Like, you're just driving down the street, like, blasting. Do y'all know that this stuff is happening? Do y'all know? <laughs> like, and I, it felt so, like, hearing you say that it was, like, even just the musical choices you were making, like, felt like it was not exactly a throwback, but like a zooming out, you know, of looking at all of these issues just really resonated. Wow. That's <laughs> cool. That's cool. I've I've never heard of uh, Mr. Okra, but I definitely want to look him up now because I love Okra. Mm-hmm. And, uh... mm-hmm. <laughs> and also just what a cool, like, community thing to do, right? Yeah. Right. I have a little, like, seven-day candle that has Mr. Okra's face on it. <laughs> Oh wow! So he's got his own candle. Okay, That's, I got right. I don't even know. I bought it at a shop in New Orleans. I don't know if, where I would find it online because it's starting to run low now. And I looked up how to refill your own seven day candles, and it's entirely too complicated of a process for me. But I need another Mister Okra candle, <laughs> listeners. If anyone knows where I can get another Mister Okra candle, mm-hmm. you know it's legit when you have your own candle. You know it's legit, <laughs> right? Secular saint, right there. <laughs> <laughs> Um, also Mm -hmm. going with kind of, you were talking about the zoom out and the throwback, um, the, um, you were talking about Van Gam and you were talking about the, the sampling and how you were kind of incorporating that back in. Um, so when I first listened to it, so like the first time I listened to it, it was just like on my phone. Right. So I didn't realize what exactly it was like, what, what, what was like the vocalizations? Like I thought it was like kids playing in a park originally. And, and, Mm. and then, and I listened to it again, like with headphones and then also my car and I was like, Oh, okay. This is not as innocent and playful as like, cause like hearing the lyrics and then hearing the sample, I originally thought I was like, wow, this is very like mm-hmm. opposite ends, like dichotomy with like the playfulness and then like the intensity of the lyrics. And then I realized, no, they actually like it is, you know, audio from a protest. So it kind of actually supports all the lyrics. Um, and yeah, I just think that's really cool how the music really supports what you're saying with like the samples of the protest audio and then also just like the grittiness of the bass um and then just like the instrumentation as well like i i thought that was a really good um relationship with the music and lyrics yeah so many lines that um that stand out and and you already kind of mentioned one of the main ones that stood out to me about um 60,000 plus women went missing, you know, and their cases never get reported. And it just makes me think of things that are going on right now in the news and um, a a specific case that has gotten a lot of attention um, being a a white woman, you know, and um, I think that those were the main lines that really stood out to me. And I was like, wow, you know, this was released a year ago, but it's still so relevant to everything that's going on. But what I really appreciated was the build of the structure throughout um it's it's this intensity that just keeps piling and building on top of each other um especially in verse two and then the very end um when they're when they're singing violence it sounds like violence like the melody sounds the way that it was created it sounds like this very sweeping um legato violin sound and i thought that was really beautiful at the end um so yeah, there's just so many wonderful things in here. I, I appreciate the <laughs> that attention to detail on that because <laughs> uh, that was that was you know e- even to your point, Gabby, like it, there was this um, intent to to kind of mirror or like put under microscope of this this is dichotomy of of yes. this you know we want this this innocence, but you know in this in this new world or the way that things are, are, are going or presented to us. It's like, you know, in, in the, in the hook, I said, newborns, no one thing, violence, you know, originally I was going to call the song violence because I was wanting to, you know, shine light on all, all the violence that's, that's happening to, to black Americans specifically. You know what I mean? So it was supposed to be like this, this, 
chain reaction of, of things that's going on, but like also ones who, you know, juxtapose that with something that's like considered, you know, lullaby-ish or, or sweet or, or, or calming, you know what I mean? Like a violin, you know what I mean? So, um, that's, that's crazy that you got that on there. That's cool. <laughs> I, I was thinking when you were talking a little bit earlier about, um, you know, all this is going on and like in order to be happy, you have to ignore all this stuff. And it made me think of of how in this society we often compartmentalize things, you know, um, like what happens in my personal life is supposed to be separate from what happens in my work life. What happens in my body is supposed to be separate from what happens in my mind and all these things. And it seems like a very for me it seems like a very unnatural way of being and 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 i'm thinking about the way you describe your process you know like you're you're taking in what's happening and these things are marinating within you before you put it down and you bring it out Uh, but i'm wondering if there isn't some act of joy in creating even if what you are creating speaks to the pain speaks to the violence and for me when I think about that, I think like that is a holistic way of being like that is a, that is um, a necessary way of being, you know, um, I, I, I don't know. I'm again, so I, I process as thoughts occur to me. So forgive me if I sound okay. kind of rambling, but like the role of the creative is so unique, you know, like, we are the storytellers mm-hmm. and I'm including all of us because we are musicians, we are artists, we are dancers, we are the storytellers and we hold a unique place in the community. Yeah. And I know for me, when I create something, whether it's a poem or a song, there's joy in the process. Even if like I, when George Floyd was murdered, I had this burning in my belly and I've learned that when my belly burns, I have to speak whatever my belly is telling me. Mm. And I wrote this poem that I put, I put out on Facebook and the act of writing it was cathartic for me. And and I was really pleased to write as painful as it was as, because I talked about, you know, like what happened to him, you know, like this person kneeling on your neck with centuries of oppression, this person, you know, you, you may have thought, I think one of the lines in there is like, maybe you didn't think, maybe when you thought the end would come, you would be in your bed surrounded by loved ones holding your hands. Instead, you were on the street and nobody could reach out their hands to save you, you know, so something like that. And like, there's pain in it, but, but there's, but there was this relief in being able to put my reaction to the pain out there. And I think like listening to this song, like, you know, you've taken in so much of the pain, so much of the like, this is overwhelming, but then the act of creating to is beautiful and you put beauty on it. Not to say that we, we, we glamorize the pain or we beautify the pain, but there's something so beautiful about the expression that you've done, mm-hmm. you know? And as weird as it might be, like I celebrate that beauty I find joy in it, in the midst of the pain. And it, to me, it just speaks of like, like that is, that is what our life kind of becomes like, cause you know, people talk about black joy is necessary. Like mm-hmm. in, in spite of it all, we need to celebrate who we are. We need to, to, to find these moments of, 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 of um, recognition, acknowledgement and, and yes, just, even if we can't have a moment to laugh and, and, and stuff, because like, you know, when you t- like all the things you talk about, try to exterminate black people, the school to prison pipeline, the yes. missing, the murders, they try to exterminate black people. Yeah. And when we put our creativity out there, we reaffirm who we are. We reaffirm that we have not just our right to exist, but we are part of this world, you know? And, and like, that is to be celebrated too. So I celebrate what you have done. You know, maybe this is a long-winded way to get to saying like, <laughs> I celebrate what you have done. And I, and I, and I see like, it's, 
it's also interconnected the pain and the joy the beauty and the gritty like it's all interconnected and thank you for putting it together you know like we don't have to keep it compartmentalized you've, you've brought it together in a very powerful way so thank you for that thank you um yeah that um yeah no i'm uh, sorry i'm uh i'm taking it in because it, it is something that you know you know I, I got i got a bunch of songs i write like that to tell the truth like and i think what what always really really pains me is that those songs like they stay relevant you know what i mean mm. e even e even though like years might pass like you think about you know marvin Gaye's what's going on you know what mm -hmm. i mean like mm -hmm. Um, and how like that song's always seemed like it's gonna be um like new almost, you know what I mean? Like is the the things he's talking about is some things that's still happening now. You know, it's happening mm -hmm. in his time, it's happening in my time, it's happening in you know, my nephew and my kids' time. So like, um so it's 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 like a I don't know if you could like make it a metaphor like they say like the double-edged sword or something like that where where it's like you have this joy of release um where like the um the pain was used to produce it and you know i think so sometimes it, it, it's it's kind of i don't know i, I get a lot of existential dread about mm -hmm. it but it's like you know <laughs> but, but it's you know like if without it would, would i be able to reach people the, the way that I'm reaching them but I had to go through or we collectively had to go through something in order for us to to enjoy um this release this this um this expression you know what I mean so mm -hmm. um you know when I look at it I, I do get sad about that for for some reasons you know what I mean but I mean you know the the song you know is 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 it's the one that, that that i hear from people about it the most and and i'm i'm joyful about that definitely because like i said earlier like you know it could be you no know, one one of my booty shaking songs that got popular you know what i mean like you know what i mean like and everybody you know wants to talk to me about that and i'm like i'm oh, i'm moved past that now and stuff but now now <laughs> you know <laughs> But you know, it's, it's it's something that's that's meaningful and has meaning, and yeah. you know, will mm -hmm. will resonate past time. Cause like 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 I wrote, I probably wrote it in twenty nineteen. You know what I mean? Like wow. mm -hmm. before before the pandemic, before right. All the stuff. you know the swell of um mm -hmm. of the protests and everything. Mm -hmm. So like I didn't know none of that was gonna happen. You know, I was speaking about stuff that had already transpired. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? That that I was seeing that I didn't <laughs> see people talking about enough. You know what I mean? So, mm -hmm. you know what I mean? It's, 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 it's cool in a way. And then another way, it's like, man, I, I wish, you know, somehow it would really shape reality and how we approach things. Like, it, it wouldn't just be a performative mm -hmm. thing. You know what I mean? Yeah. You know, this this art that we do, like, it's, it's an expression and, and we can change people's lives from it. And that's really what I want to manifest with it. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. do more stuff like that 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 helps people like spark something in somebody's mind that's in a different position than me that can actually make that change yeah you know I mean? and that i think of like what you just said taps into like a really important mindset that's community oriented right like you're not the sole person making the change in the world you're shooting up this beacon or this like spark that is intended for other people to see and act on you know like that right that is such like there's such importance in that mindset because that 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 helps keep us from the existential dread eating us alive <laughs> you know like when we fall into these like sort of for lack of a better word savior mindsets right like i'm gonna be the one that does the thing and then mm -hmm. the world takes a dump on your head like it does you know like that <laughs> It's not going to take you to as dark of a place if you're going, I'm just one part of this. 
go ahead and crap on me all you want universe there are legions of us you know like mm-hmm. that's 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 big and i think that kind of reminds me that there is more than one way to have the revolution happen you know yeah like cuz like right, for me right. i I like people, but I don't, I get super nervous in crowds. Like I was watching, um, I, I just saw it when the, cause I'm out in Phoenix visiting family and I was on the plane watching the movie Summer of Soul, which was super awesome, by the way, that Questlove <laughs> directed. And there's footage of these, you know, nice. this crowd in the park in Harlem. And I think Sly and the Family Stone came on and people swelled forward. And I went, oh, all my anxiety came up. Cause I'm like, oh my God, I couldn't be there right now. So I'm not like, I know for me, <laughs> you won't find me on the street marching. And sometimes I feel guilty about that, but that's just my anxiety and how I am. But where you will find me is I'm a write, I'm a read, I'm a talk to you. And that is validating because like, that's when I can share what I can do to let people know what's going on. It's with the hope that something comes of it. I'm not speaking in a vacuum, you know? So that's wonderful that what you are doing, Van, is, is, is like, you're putting it out there not because it's it's a vanity thing or a gratifying thing, trying to big up your ego or something like that. But no, you're 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 um oh there's a there's a you're like a a town crier, you know, like alerting people to what <laughs> there's is the going Mr. On. Okra reference. <laughs> 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 Musical Mr. Okra. There it is. There it is. So, yeah. <laughs> And then, and, and then, like, for those mm-hmm. listening, too, like, coming back to, like, there's multiple ways to be involved in this. Like, if you were touched by what you heard, you know, explore that. What does that mean for you? Like, go find out what's been happening with the school to prison pipeline. Go find out what's been happening with the 60,000 plus women who have not been mentioned. Or, like, you know, like, if, if something in the song spoke to you, sit and figure out what does this mean for me? And maybe maybe it does call you to be in the street. Maybe it does call you to write a letter to your congressperson. Maybe it calls you to be like, look, I need to tell people that this stuff is happening because my friends don't know, you know? So it doesn't it doesn't stop with, mm-hmm. with, it just was played on your device. You know, it doesn't just live in the device. It lives in us and in our actions. Mm-hmm. So thank you. Again, I just have appreciation for you, Van Gavin, today. So thank you for being the town crier, the musical Mr. Okra. <laughs> yeah thank you I'm, I'm, I'm gonna run with that that's so cool <laughs> yeah no y'all i'm vibing with this conversation so much right now um because i feel like as i was having thoughts and they were formulating and the more that we spoke like i feel like you spoke to it beautifully adenike particularly about the fact about experiencing both that complexity of joy and pain and i and it just reminds me how important it is that joy is a form of resistance and a radical act. Um, Mm. And I think it's so important for us to be able to hold that and to actually be able to experience that and know that it's okay to experience joy. Um, And I feel like there's a lot of guilt around that a lot of times. And it's, it was really affirming to have this conversation. And then also to, to just think about, the ways in which over this past whatever year it has been for it's been a year like and we're still going through we're not out of the woods yet like metaphorically speaking um just to understand that there are moments that we can celebrate and not feel guilty or shamed about like we need to be able to do that um so i really appreciate that aspect of the conversation and i realized we didn't talk about the context of how this collaboration came to be and, and, the, and the way in which this conversation is going also makes me think about that very, yes. um, like, <laughs> and like, so the context of how this collaboration happened, I don't know if the word serendipity is the best way to use it, but I feel like it's, it's the best word that I have to describe it because we were going through the planning stages for this season when we got this song. And as we were listening through it, and as like I had made a playlist for everybody and I was listening through the songs, I had saw a post on Black Creative Healing social media asking about uh, artists and like wanting to feature. Like, That's right. Yeah. And I was like, this would be so cool if we could actually do this. Because I feel like at the time we were all in a space where like this was very, 
like we were intentional about how we were engaging and who we right. were engaging with. And, yes. you know, it's always great to collaborate with your friends, when, especially when we're passionate about the same things and mm-hmm. passionate about the same platforms. Mm-hmm. And I was like, this would be a really great collaboration. And it literally just came up and we were in a season of collaborations and, mm-hmm. you know, it lined up to where we could actually make this work out. And then as we're talking about the themes of the song too, it's, it's one of the things that's also frustrating. And I, I guess you can also say serendipitous, the fact that like, themes keep being relevant despite the fact that they necessarily sh- they shouldn't necessarily be relevant right and there's those universal experiences that keep happening and, and it sucks that like if we would have recorded this episode like in 2019 right it still would have been very relevant throughout all of 2020 mm-hmm. and we're recording it now in 2021 and it's the exact same thing like <laughs> over and over again yeah and you know that cycle can be like, I get be like really self-defeating if you keep experiencing it that way, right. which goes back to the other aspect of like why it's so important and necessary to experience yeah. joy, create art and have that as an act of resistance and have it be radical and know that like we have to be doing that. Like that's a necessary thing. It's necessary, even though we are experiencing that pain, it's necessary for us to also experience that joy. Well, and it becomes a form of like care for each other to keep naming it to keep saying, mm-hmm. no, you're not going nuts. This is still happening. Like, this is still, like, that's care, you know? Like, I think of how much, um, and this is just part of, like, speaking of, like, trajectories and stuff, too. This has just been part of my personal trajectory and Black Creative Healing's trajectory, too, I think, towards this idea of care um, as something that is community-based and justice as something that is healing. Um and also community-based. But like, I think about, I have friends who were in Minneapolis and still are in in the Twin Cities area um, around the time that everything with, with George Floyd happened. And the type of work that they did was the type of work that was like, if you're trapped downtown, here's my address. I don't live far, you can walk to my house, I will help keep you safe. I will have food. I will have a place you can rest. I can give you rides. I have cell service, you know, and like all of these things that made me think back to like the the bus boycott and all like the freedom riders, how they needed to have communities pack lunches for them so that they could stay on the bus and not get off in communities where it was unsafe. Like the moms, <laughs> you know, like all of the care that was given um, for the people in the front lines to be able to keep doing what they're doing. Like every little bit of work like this, like the town crying, like all of that is care. It's just care on care on care on care. It's so needed. Yeah. It's because you care, you create, you know? I mean, it's because you I, and I was thinking about the title New World, and, and I can see I, I see it in two ways. There's a new world where it could just continue a new world of violence in a way, which in a sort of a way is kind of like the old world, because there was a lot of violence there before. But there's a new world that can come when we recognize what the heck is going on and we can change it for the newborns. So the newborns don't have to stay in the violence, you know, like, like, um, so it's, it's like, a, cause you know, a lot of times when you think about terms like the new world order, and it has like this very kind of ominous dystopian future type attached to it, but it doesn't have to be that way. And, be, and, and coming back to this idea of care, like, because you care what was happening in your community, you put it out there, you sound the alarm you bring people's attention to it for the purpose of change, for the purpose of, of action. It's not just, it's, it's not just um, static, you know, this is a very dynamic process. And I was thinking, and, and for a second, I thought even about like, if you were to take a photograph, is that not be static, but no, you can use a photograph to tell a story that invites change. So whatever, so like, however you bring awareness to what's happening, the end result is that it, it it's provoking change and you're mm. doing it because you care yeah. you know and and that's so so vital yeah uh, now nah, it's, it's, it's something that I, that I care about a lot you know um no i mean not not just i mean 
not just for me, but like just just from everything that that I've seen growing up too. Like, um, so uh, Fayetteville, uh, North Carolina, is a very um, uh, military heavy type city. So a lot of people come there, you know, that got stationed there, but they're all from different places. Nobody's from Fayetteville until <laughs> like you actually grow up there, but but everybody's from you know across everywhere so lots of different cultures um and everything so um you know just i didn't, I didn't notice the differences until until i you know grew up for real you know what i mean so um and seeing those disparities like every every community has their things that they deal with especially living here in in america like they do so um you know I, I did want to bring focus to to the one that I'm I'm definitely closest with, you know. What I mean, just just for the simple fact, but I feel like, yeah, that in itself is is you know wh- whatever happens, um to 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 the black community usually you know translates or or happens in in other communities, right? Like they kind of use, you know, movements, um, for for other minority groups. You know, what I mean, like mm-hmm. it, it starts with you know the the blueprint of you know civil rights acts you know what i mean like <laughs> it kind of happens there and stuff so it's, it's usually um you know that that happening for for the black community uh first you know what i mean so so really making making that change there does help mm. the other communities that might be you know dealing with things so i mean because like we, we welcome everybody to tell the truth you know what i mean like <laughs> everybody mm-hmm. so um you know j- j- just as a collective whole and stuff j- just what i've seen like from from backing out of of my experience and stuff just just as a whole like despite everything that's happened <laughs> you know what i mean just still a, a caring people and still a, a inviting people and a, and a joyful people mm-hmm. despite all the pain and and, and kind of heaviness that's just that's put on there so um i think that's that's something that's that's special and that definitely needs to be shined on more um you know what i mean so but now I, I, I definitely appreciate you know everything you guys are saying about it because it's it, it is reaffirming that you know that definitely you know it, it was the right choice to to make a song like this and put it out the way that we did <laughs> you know what i mean as 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 an artist aspect of it you know what i mean but then also as as a person um who's definitely connected to it on on you know on a on a personal level you know what i mean it's so it, it, there's an emotional you know feeling attached to it definitely and stuff but um definitely gratitude um and makes you makes you want to do it more you know what i mean so <laughs> so yeah 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 well now you're into the like makes me want to phase which i'm super excited about because that's always like where collaborations come from but also i wanted to name what you said about like the blueprint right of like black resistance and civil rights movements and stuff like that like that i think taps into an important thing that i also want to name about like why we were down to do this collab because you know, there are obviously non-black people on this call and black creative healing centers, black communities. But something that Adnike and I have talked about is how when you center the most marginalized person in the room, who usually is going to be the darkest, the queerest, the most disabled, like that's going to be the person who when you center them, right. everybody else benefits. And so I think it's like this is one of those moments where we're demonstrating the potential for cross movement solidarity like we're demonstrating what can happen when a diverse group of people comes together and centers a black experience in a conversation and how beautifully that is already blooming into all these other areas of our lives that we're all going to go out to after this call like this is <laughs> this is the magic <laughs> like this is it but yeah i don't know if gabby if you have more like logistical things to close us, but I'm just really excited about the what does this make us want to do right now? 
Yeah, I was just thinking this whole conversation brings to mind like in music therapy, like we we are quote unquote like healthcare field. Um, but just listening to this discussion and also like looking at the the lyrics, like there's one line that says, um, uh, can't cure the disease if you treat all the s- symptoms. Um, and so it just brought back in my mind to a conversation that I've had previously and kind of having in my head and probably with you guys now is like, what, what is health care? And like, it like, and what is like, should that term shift to just like care? <laughs> like we're talking about how <laughs> as like as a community, as communities, as a community and communities, like we're caring for each other. Um, and then as like someone who's like r- writing or producing or recording and releasing a song, like that's care for yourself, but also care for others. Um, and like, I mean, that's what, music therapy is and should be about you know just like care care like it's a care field care field field. (laughs) so now now okay because i'm i'm gonna take i want to take the nugget that you just dropped gabby because i feel like the 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 what if piece in there is like an opportunity for a little bit of like radical imagining like if we were to like sit down and and this could be done asynchronously but like build a story of what if van gammon's new world played in a very specific place and somebody heard it and that somebody went and did something and that something touched eight other people and then those eight other people went and did something else what is the possible newer world that could emerge like what if we like wrote a piece of like a short story or some junk i don't we don't have to do that but just like that's the idea that's coming to my mind and then like we got together again and read it oh wow and that was part two what if and you can you can use it as another song you can make another newer world, <laughs> newer world. <laughs> I'm just like I've got Octavia Butler on the mind. I've been I've been listening to some audiobooks. So I've got I'm in science fiction mm. land. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. That's cool. Okay, mm-hmm. so that's a possibility. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I like the idea of imagining, envisioning possibility from from this and putting it out there. Cuz cuz that's the thing like as as I don't want to say fanciful because that puts it somewhere as like it can never happen. But, you know, when you put it out there, whether it's on paper or we or we sing it, we perform it, we do whatever with it, it lives and it has the potential to come to be, mm-hmm, you know, mm-hmm. like, you know, who knows? I, I, I like that. Like, I like that idea a lot. Yeah. So follow up question to that nugget then, unless Gabby, did you have another thought? Mm-hmm. No, okay. So, do we like Sisterhood of the Traveling Pants? This thing, like, is it like I'm gonna write a little bit and then I'm gonna pass it to this person and they're gonna write a little bit, or is it like we all sit down together and just like dogpile a Google Doc? Like, what? I feel like Traveling <laughs> Pants is the most feasible. It's probably is, <laughs> considering yeah. everyone's our lives load. and schedules. Yeah, right. Mm-hmm. And then it's like I said, if everybody is able to get together again to read it, cool. If not, Adnika and I can just read it. Mm-hmm. You know, we can record ourselves reading it um, for part two. But yeah, yeah, we can uh, and we can add samples to it, too. <laughs> oh, oh, nice. yes. soundtrack it yeah. soundtrack it like we're going to like yes. we're going to be creating our own little like it's like an audiobook episode. Yeah. Like there'll be sound <laughs> effects be awesome. and junk. Yeah, yeah. Oh, I'm excited. <laughs> so can I can I start it? Can yeah, I start go for it. it. Just can I like oh. can I set yeah, the stage yeah, sure, and sure. like create yeah. I'll lay the groundwork <laughs> for the world. Yes. And then I'll who wants to take it next? Um, or do I just throw it into an email and whoever wants it yeah. just goes, I'll Ooh, take it. Like if you did that as like a Google like a, a shared doc and just like left it up and then people just came yeah. to it as yeah. whenever they had ideas. And then you okay. know because yeah. now I'm thinking like we could do this and just like 
because you never know when inspiration is going to hit. Like, that's my you old thing. You never know. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay, so it just lives somewhere for X amount of time, like mm-hmm. we say, between now mm-hmm. and this date, just check in and add something. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I like that. All right, well, be on the lookout for part two with our story and sound bites, so story and samples, story, I don't know. Well, it's going to be amazing, something. whatever it is. <laughs> um, Black Creative Healing. Um but uh, I just want to thank everyone for being on here. So Natasha and Adenike, thank, thank you, you so much us. for your presence on this podcast. Yeah. Um, and Van Gammon, thank you so much for what you created and sharing your stories with us. That I'm honored. Mm-hmm. Thank you. Yeah. Um, where can, if our listeners want to find you, where can they find you and your music? And also, do you have any like new projects or anything else that you want to plug? Yeah, sure. Um, I'm on all uh, digital streaming platforms. You know, um, my website should be up soon. So that'll be at vangammon.com. It's under maintenance right now, but it'll be back up soon. Um, and yeah, I, I'll put out a new song called Neon Dice. Very different from New World, just so you know. Mm-hmm. But uh, <laughs> it's, it's a little bit more yeah. fun. More, more, mm-hmm. fo- more focused on the joy yes. aspect, but still storytelling and mm-hmm you know, things I like to do yeah. as an artist. So um, uh, check that out. Um, Destiny Can Wait was, was the last project I put out in 2018 um, that you guys covered the last song, mm-hmm. Destiny on. So definitely go check that out too. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and yeah, um, yeah that, that, that's it. That's it for me. Uh, peace to y'all. Thank y'all so much. Yeah, great. We'll have all the information in the show notes as well as information for Black Creative Healing on the show notes as well. And we're going to sign off by listening to New World by Van Gammon. Bye. Bye. I grew tired of situational violence If I'ma catch a body, it won't because of the climate But I might take a life if it's fighting to keep the system Can't get a disease if all you treat are the symptoms Oh, that beautiful pharmaceutical distributor Money, glory, or the girls, which one you living for? Told to speak my mind, but SRI want the info So I was protected, now they eyes are pairs of emeralds Put all my shooters in suits just so we keep it corporate I heard it's okay to murder people who ain't important For a plate of prosperity when justice ain't been served Your income makes you eligible to purge Spilled the prison pipeline and my diet all swine Eating all the failure, what they tell you I'ma die trying to be rich Least that I can do is look the part My aura looking dark, my peace been pulled apart Convinced that I'm too black for therapy Racial wealth gap, yeah, I learned that from Darity Smoke screens, then hell, rap verse like incel I've been feeling ill, but my ink, well Cause 60,000 plus women went missing And they all black, these cases ain't reported And they rarely get resolved, facts Huh, and what you call that? So God, I hate it here, he ain't respond back And what you call that? Yeah you call that yeah 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 got the youth down prepared for combat tell me why they diving yeah. in the deep yeah 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 lucky me survived another yeah. week yeah 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 new world got no more violence yeah yeah, yeah. new boys no one yeah. thing violence put a fork yeah yeah he done for i put a fork in yeah he done for New world got no more violence New boys, no one thing, violence Capping and killing, imagine these villains are sipping and mixing the pills Slim as a bum on the block with a cup of they pockets and stuff like they missing no meals All of these ills, screaming for help like they well Dwelling and filling the field, back in the field All that I had with this baggage will last me a couple of years I've been trying to pack but doubt I make it back in decent time This habitat ain't ever have humanity in mind It's all a trap and ain't no answers where the secrets lie We just all get amped up Living backwards just to keep from dying. Tell me why they diving yeah. in the deep. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Lucky me survived another yeah. week. Yeah, yeah, yeah. New world got no more violence. Yeah, yeah, yeah. New boys, no one yeah. thing violence. Put a fork in. Yeah. yeah, he done for. I put a fork in. Yeah, he done for. <laughs>
Yes. Balance.